Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast where we discuss everything movie and TV related. Today we are talking Severance, Apple TV Plus's newest hit drama thriller directed by Ben Stiller. And we're also going to discuss why Hollywood is so obsessed with the workplace and getting people back into the office, perhaps. I'm Robbie, the host here, joined by Mike. I'm Michael. (laughs) And I'm Krishna. It's difficult. And we are. Was it good? We are. Was it good? We are. Was there? You go. <laughs> we did it. It's fun. It's difficult when one of us is remote because I just kind of did this, <laughs> pointing at both of you <laughs> like a screen, and then you. Yeah, that was yeah. my bad right there. Well, and then with the delay, by the time I was like, "Oh, he's not going," then I'm but, sure he yeah. was. <laughs> and then if you don't say anything, then there's just an awkward like, uh, uh, "Let's fill this, fill the space with dead air," or what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a real office environment. Exactly. Awkwardness, um, proximity, people on a screen <laughs> working. <laughs> burp, 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 now, uh, cubicle you know, life. So obviously, there's going to be tons of spoilers here. Christian hasn't seen Severance yet. <laughs> Learman, you and I, I think Whoops. are the only ones that are, are currently up to date on it. Um, our usual other host, Arjuna, is uh, unfortunately not with us today. He's off gallivanting in the mountains somewhere. Um, Boston? Oh, lucky him. Yeah. The mountains, the mountains of Boston. Boston. <laughs> the mountains of Boston. Um, I don't think Arjuna has also, I don't think he's watched Severance. But the one thing. I think he watched one or two episodes. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I think the, I heard him. The one nice thing, though, I think about this show is, you know, anyone can get into it because it is about something, if you're in your 20s, or actually, if you've ever worked, Right. If you've ever worked, it, ranging from I would, uh, you know, argue, um, grocery store to like retail to traditional office setup to even potentially like this new kind of working world where it's COVID driven, where you've never met your coworkers per se. Right. Yeah, I'd almost say maybe more that than yeah. a grocery store. Yeah. But um, yeah. But the, the 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 thing with this show is like anybody and everybody can kind of like jump in and kind of relate to it. Not everybody um, should, though, probably. Probably not. The show, uh, you know, again, spoilers. Christian, I'll just kind of give you the big the big kind of um, sexy hook, if you will, for the yeah. show. The big sexy the hook. The five-second pitch. Ooh. Is basically. Uh, pitch it, baby. You know, corporations for the longest time have always been about this. Actually, I would say in the last, like, five to ten years, they've been about this idea of work-life balance, right? So this company... Um, decided, you know, the easiest way to create work-life balance was to basically uh, split the brain. And what I mean by that is when you go to the working environment, you forget your real life. And then when you leave the working environment, you forget the working life. So essentially, you're creating two different personalities that are geo-locked in terms of location. So the particular characters that we follow... Uh, mainly Adam Scott, when they go down this elevator, their brain essentially switches, if you will, to this other person. They're, they're, wow. What they call their innie and then their Audi. Audi being the <laughs> normal person. Um, yeah. And this is a way that this corporation can create this separation of uh, work um, and then your you know, life balance, if you will. Although I get the impression they're not doing it for the worker so no, much. Just no, for no. some reason for their own... Uh, but I, I want to say on that switch real quick. I know that's yeah. not the point of the show today, but like that focal length change yes, that they do is yes. fucking awesome. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, that's uh, genius. And then I'm curious if they always shoot at a certain focal length outside and a different focal length inside the office. I haven't looked this up yet. 
And then I'm also really enamored with how dark everything is outside of the mm-hmm. office and how bright everything is. I don't know. And then the pinpoints, is it just my TV or does everybody have like bright white pinpoints in their pitch black eyes? When they're inside or outside? Outside. When they're outside? Uh, potentially. I mean, there's definitely from like a visual standpoint when they are inside, everything is more um, geometric and symmetrical and just kind of cleaner. It's and so evenly together. lit and yeah. open and bright. And then they go outside, everything's cluttered and it's just faces with yeah. like, uh, but I might have my contrast really bad <laughs> on my TV. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Check those settings. Yeah. But, but then even if your contrast is like really, really on point, then they should still, there should be still, still some kind of, I don't know, adjustments. No, I think it's awesome. If they're doing it, I yeah. think it's awesome because I think it speaks to like the, I, I actually haven't figured it out. It depends on what the show's about because I'm not sure it's about office drama. So that, and that's why I kind of want to discuss, like that's really the main talking point here. It's like office drama and the, the office space. Like when I say the office, right? Yeah. What's the first thing that you both Steve think Steve Carell. The office. With Steve Carell, right? When you say The Office. Yeah, The Office, right? And it's become like, you know, I think especially in Western culture, I mean, actually I would say specific to Western culture, that is, and the United States even more so, we think Steve Carell, The Office, NBC's long time running nine, ten seasons, nine seasons, right? Nine nine seasons. Yeah. About the American office, you know, working environment. You know, that is kind of like one of the big, you know, um, one of the the big ones that kind of really like focus in on what like the working environment looks like and what it is. Uh, but what other shows, you know, we, we kind of started to list last night as a joke in terms of other movies and TV properties out there that like also, you know, bring up the, the working environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'd been missing it comes to mind. Uh, office space. Was that off? That's office space, right? Office With space, yeah. Livingston mm-hmm. and Aniston. Yep. That's Judd yeah. Apatow, right, too, right? No. No. Who? Mike, oh, Mike uh, Judge. Mike Judge. Yeah. Mike Judge, yeah. I don't know why I confuse mm-hmm. those two, but I Judge, do. Jeb, uh, Judd, Judd, Judd Apatow. Judge Apatow. Judge, Judge Apatow. Apatow. There we yeah. go, yeah. I, combine uh, the I always think of the uh, the spiritual successor, uh, Parks and Rec. That was like, it, that wasn't like... It was like the workplace environment, right? Like, I think you got to be you got to be careful here because it's like you can start from office show and then branch out into workplace environments or working relationships and working teams. But I always thought of Parks and Rec as like the spiritual successor to the office. Um, yeah, it's like and a then, governmental office. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, the other two that come to mind right off the bat are like two of the newer ones: uh, um, Silicon Valley and Mythic Quest. Um, Really good. I mean, Silicon Valley's HBO. Mythic Quest is also Apple TV, right? Yeah. Apple Plus. Yeah. Apple TV. Yeah. yeah. So. I wonder what Apple has their employees focused on. <laughs> They're all making <laughs> office dramas. Actually, um, funny that we're talking like workplace stuff. So earlier today or yesterday, so Apple has those kind of like fun short film slash commercials highlighting their products. One of the first ones that came out were four individuals working remote you know, at the start of the pandemic and using Apple products, they've come up with like a sequel where these four employees have had to return to the office and they hate that they had to go back to the office. (laughs) And then they like imagine basically like, Oh, we should quit. And then the whole thing is them imagining what that looks like and starting their own business. And then it ends with them being like, yeah, we should actually quit. Um, But it's fascinating because like Apple is one of the companies that 
have said or, you know, have, I don't even know where they stand anymore because I stopped kind of paying attention, but like there was a whole discussion of we built this multi-billion dollar spaceship thing. Please <laughs> go and usual, utilize it. Thank yeah. you. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I did hear and they, you know, there is talk about like creative collaboration and all of that stuff for certain teams. So I, last I heard Apple was very, let's get people back in the office. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah, I think just if I might go back a little bit, Krishna made an interesting point because I was thinking about our list that we made last night. We were talking about like law and order and uh, I guess the question comes to mind, like, are we talking, you know, like when you talk, when you're thinking this, this, this episode, like office like we're sitting at a desk at a computer or like because because you know like christian said you could really branch out to just workplace but then everything's a workplace well i i Mm. i I wonder like the the whole reason i kind of like started thinking about this is like a lot of television a lot of date not daytime but like a lot of primetime television right um kind of to my in my view, breaks down to like three categories for the most part. And I'm talking primetime television, like the, you know, the ABCs, the NBCs, the CBSs, right? Number one, crime. <laughs> crime. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Cri- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Law and Order, CSI, um, SUV, whatever they are, whatever they are, right? So like much it, crime. There's Judge so much Judy. crime. So, Judge Judy, right? I mean, that's more <laughs> crime or uh, daytime TV. Oh, Breaks yeah, down okay. to, to that. Then there's uh, reality TV type content. And then there's like uh, action slash sci-fi. Mm. Oh, so you, you band the action and the sci-fi together. That's interesting. Well, the only reason is because you look like the, the, the big upcoming types of content or series has been like the superhero stuff. Yeah. And I don't know... Depending on who you, you ask, I think they'll be like, oh, it's sci-fi, oh, it's action, oh, it's a blend of the both. Um, so that's why I kind of group the two together. But, like, the the workplace stuff is, like, it's all over the place. It's, it's a very large category, right? Like, we see these super franchises, like the CSIs, the Law and Orders, right? And then we have, like, the more traditional, like, you know, quirky, like, oh, we're going to make a show, a comedy show around, you know, a convenience store, Um or, you know, we're going to follow, um, what is it, like, uh, like even, like, Two Broke Girls, right, which is about oh, two yeah. struggling, are they supposed to be actresses? Diner, pay, diner, diner workers. Yeah, but it's always around, like, the workplace stuff. And yeah. it's, it's, it's always there, and I'm always wondering, like, are we seeing so much of it because, A, I mean, the most obvious is because, oh, it's something I can relate to. Yeah. But then I'm wondering, like, on a more cynical level. <laughs> Actually, so you want to know what the answer is, and it's really unfortunate. It's a symptom of just living in a capitalistic society. Not to go, like, super, you know, in that direction. No, but, do. Um, because that's what our culture values is work, making money, getting ahead career-wise. Um, so much of our focus collectively is on that. And unfortunately, I, th- I feel like the powers that be, that's the way they want it, right? Uh, I think the last two years has really highlighted that. Why is it over the last two years, CEOs and these big head, these billionaires have made money while everyone else has lost money, right? We're bad investors. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're terrible investors. That's exactly right. Um, so I think just the so much of our lives, right? Uh, so much of our lives is dedicated to work. We, you spend at least 40 hours a week doing it. Um, you see your coworkers usually, uh, at least before the pandemic started, you saw your coworkers more than you saw your family. You saw 
it's it's just ingrained in us the workplace culture so it just makes sense that tv would follow in that same vein i don't know i don't know ravi you might have been hinting at um that maybe these networks and uh, these uh, entertainment venues are trying to brainwash us into, you know, work is life. Um, but I think it's, it's more of a symptom of just the way we live other than rather than a conspiracy theory. Or a but. synergistic mix of, uh, you know, promotion <laughs> from one to the other that kind of combines into a perfect, uh, you know, promotion of work. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, I I guess you're, you you answered a question I have, which is, it seems like it's mostly office work. Usually, mm. sometimes you'll go like, oh, we're at a retail store. Right. But like, mm. where's, is there, well, A, can anybody think of like, hey, we're on a construction site and we work construction and this is a show about us framing houses. Not a, not a, not, Wait, not that, a um, home makeover show, but like <laughs> an actual like, oh, because was it? What was that show? Drama. What was that show? Bob the Builder. Uh, not Bob, Bob the, the Builder. Builder, but there was that. Uh, <laughs> Bob the Builder. I mean, you make a good point. I haven't watched it, so maybe that is a construction. No, but there place. was the one with the the neighbor. Oh, fucking hell! Ho- not Home Improvement. Oh um, right, it was Home Improvement, but it was uh, Tool Time was his show, but Home Improvement was the show that Tim Allen was on as. Tim gotcha. the Tool Man Taylor. Yeah. With JTT. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's that's probably the only show that I, I can think of that's close to that. Yeah, but even he was doing like a reality TV. He wasn't actually a construction worker. He was that's like true. doing a like I'm Bob Vila. Welcome yeah. to this old house. Which by the way was a great show. Um but yeah, no, I was curious about that too for the last ten minutes. Like, how come we don't we don't see a lot of workplace dramas? Or at least I don't that are outside of an office environment. Well, that's what I was going to chime in. All the shows, for the most part, are sitcoms, situational comedies. So, of course, they're creating something we... Understand. ...relate to, where the drama piece is, you know... That's a good point. Like, how how often do we see workplace dramas? Well, maybe we see a lot more than I think. But, you know, like, to Christian's point and Lauren's point, there are a lot of like, hey, hey, this is fun and funny to be at work and spend your whole life here. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I would argue that yeah. sitcoms, though, majority of them, it's usually like, I hate my job. Right. But in a way that's like, nah, it's not that bad. True, you know what I mean? True, like, true, it's true. not like uh, severance is a good example. Where <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know how much, you know, obviously this last episode dealt with some pretty insanely serious topics. And yeah, they had goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they weren't ready either. Get out! Please <laughs> get out, leave. Get out. Please get out. Uh, I I am enjoying enjoying the show so much, and maybe it's because I was two a.m. and kind of high. <laughs> but oh, perfect. <laughs> it was kind of two a.m. and I was kind of yeah. High. <laughs> it was great. Um, but no, I've I, I, except for this last episode, I've I've watched it through twice already. Um, but like, uh, what was I getting? Oh yeah, it's this is. It was interesting, I thought, actually, that this was maybe one of the more serious shows about an office environment. Whether it's actually about an office environment, I don't know. I think it has more to do with trauma than work. But maybe they're saying work is trauma. But um, we can get to there. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I just thought this, this episode was interesting because it was so heavy in one aspect. But it right. was also sort of the first time that it was overtly funny when mm-hmm. they're like reading the quotes from the book and yep. like his stupid 
<laughs> well, that's why I would argue that regardless of like, you know, it ends up being that there's some weird lizard alien thing at the end and they're oh, really I think the ones it's doing that or whatever. I still think the show is about the workplace because there's a lot of lines in there that we like I think you and I, because we used to obviously work mm-hmm. together for a big corporation, like yep. we have heard these same things oh, like man. regurgitated to us where it's like, you know, we're a family, right? Mm-hmm. Corporations fucking love that stupid ass terminology. Oh, and I have it's so many used, and it's members. used in this show like quite a bit. You know, like we're like we need to take a team photo because we're a family, like we're all working at this together. You know, if you all if your little department all succeeds, you get a what is it, a waffle party or some shit. It's um, true. I have gold coins from things that I've done. Digital yeah, like, digital perks now are the are the thing. NFTs, <laughs> kind, <laughs> kind of, but like no, Bitcoin. literally, I give points to people, and somehow those points translate to something. I don't know what it is, but wow, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, I th- yeah. So I, I do believe like it is a workplace. Like that's the whole point of it. Really, is the workplace, and then it's taking it to a more cynical level, right? Like yeah. there's a um, you know, again, Christian, big spoilers, and I still recommend you definitely watch it because oh, you yourself, you've worked in office type environments before, so you'll see a lot of things that you can relate to. But there's with this idea of like the innie and the Audi, right? The person who is the <laughs> innie is the one that is the working individual. Um, because you are kind of put there in the work environment based on your Audi, so you're a real person. Um, this one character doesn't like this, right? Because think about it from this standpoint. These people wake up, and they have no memory of how they got there, why they got there, and then they're told to go and, like, work, right? And then every time they're conscious, they're at work. Exactly. There is no, like, they physically will feel relaxed because, you know, when they leave the work environment, they're going, they're sleeping. But when they're there, from their perspective, right, when they go in the elevator to go up and be done for the day, their perspective is always that's where their day ends and immediately starts back. So it's like the doors oh. close and oh, I'm done. And then they open. And it's like back to work. But you yeah. are relaxed. You're ready to go. Supposing uh, your Audi isn't an alcoholic. Yes. Oh, I see. So you yeah. so you gotta you gotta treat these characters like each person two, is two different separate people. Characters. Yes, because yes. they oh, the, when crazy. they separate them, yeah, it's really interesting. They're like two like it. I. Th- uh, this is why, I, I mean, I, clearly it's about the office, but like it, it, it brings up so many questions of like, okay, so what makes you you? Like Heli, for right. instance. Heli is so Heli in both Innie and Audi, but they're so against each other. Yeah, she's that it fighting ma- herself. She's fighting herself yeah. in such an interesting way. And it, it, it really highlights, I think, this idea of like, okay, so are they exploring what is the self? I think this is a great show mm. that explore uh, for exploring what is it that, is the me that looks down on the world and says, I am a part of what says I. Mm. Oh man, that's great. So I love that stuff. I don't know, but yeah, you know, so like the show real to me anyway, goes into that quite a bit and it uses the workplace to do it. Um, but yeah, uh, that separation, I forget now I got. Off yeah. No, I mean the, the part that is horrifying with it again, they're using, common things that we hear right um but in order for like an any and an audi to communicate the audi and the any will record video so that the other person can see you know depending on what the discussion etc is is all about um and at one point um is it ellen how, how do you say her name heli 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 
Inny wants to quit, but Heli Audi has to approve it, and she keeps denying it. And eventually, the Audi says to the Inny, "You're not a person. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, you're fuck? not a real person." And it's what like, the hell? yeah. So she's like fighting herself internally, but again, I still think it is all kind of like workplace driven because if you forget for a second any of the other factors in our lives like family friends uh any of that stuff career right is a big thing to christian's point earlier about like western culture and societies like we are very career driven and i would you know some people will get upset if their career is not going a certain way and they look down on like their career self or their life self and there is that mm. conflict of you know to yeah. what you were saying like who am I? Am I my career? Am I my, you know, Audi where I'm out partying or doing whatever all night? Yeah. Um, well, that, was, that so was the thing I was going to say is it seems like, you know, it also asked the question or I was going to ask the question, which of them do you think is the real them at mm. this point? Right. Like Mark S has been going for two years now, two and a half years. Yep. Like is the office because, who you know, you spend I think the show. Yeah. Like you said, uh, not to get too long on it, but. The, which one of them is the real them at this point? Well, we, go ahead. well, I was just going to say, is this, it sounds like, I haven't seen the show, obviously, but it sounds like they're taking the idea that we are different people uh, around different people. So like who you are with your family versus who you are at work versus who you are with your friends versus who you are alone. Uh, slightly, that's like four slightly different versions of yourself. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like the show could be just taking that idea to an extreme. Um, potentially? I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think that uh, def definitely, definitely, because we only ever see Adam Scott's character, both Innie and Audi. The others, we've only seen their Innies. I was just going to say, except it's for weird, Heli, right? Not really. Kind of makes sense because, like, we need a main character and we need to see all aspects yeah. of that main character to kind of truly understand this, the story. But this also made me remember and go back to like, you know, the main office show, the office, right? right. The office and even parks and rec, the whole idea behind those shows were uh, a docu, a documentary crew was following these people around the first few seasons of the office. You only ever saw them in the office. You've, barely ever saw them outside of the office and how they interacted and all that fun stuff while parks and rec right off the bat was very much we will follow you 24 7 and you got to see kind of more of that whole life i actually have a question on that to side tangent real quick because i know at the early start of parks and rec it was sort of panned as a bit of an office clone did they do that right away, the 24 hours? Because I didn't get in on it right away. Or did they maybe do that to answer the first season qualms? Do you remember? Or did For they, the office? No, for Parks and Rec. Because you were saying they, they did the, the outside of work. Did they do the outside of work from the very beginning? For Parks from and From the right? very yeah. beginning. Yeah, from the yeah. very beginning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because right. yeah. you were seeing like what these characters are doing outside. But the other, I, I guess also the other, the other difference with Parks and Rec versus The Office Parks and, Rec's, Parks and Rec follows a government organization. And government, for the most part, when it's working correctly, does not sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is supposed to be a 24-7 running thing. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and you definitely saw that with, like, Leslie Nope's character, where she was doing, like, her regular 9-to-5, but then doing more outreach programs and things at the end of the day. 
Overachiever, classic overachiever. Yeah, big time classic overachiever. <laughs> Megatron. <laughs> uh, wh- while with The Office, it was very much nine to five. When it hits five, you're kind of clocked out and you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, th- that aspect, it makes it different. But it, it is kind of interesting to see those shows, and maybe this is where those shows fail, is where we only... Especially in The Office. In the first few seasons, it makes sense. We would just see The Office. Mm-hmm. But then they start branching out when they kind of ru- start running out of ideas. Um, to, I mean, they, there's only so much you can do in There is only so office. much you can do in an office space. Like, let's be honest. Like, you'll have the dickhead boss, the weird sexual harassments, the the weird statements, and, and all that. I would, it the office been, romance. Office romance. Which is an interesting topic all on its own. Um, don't yeah. forget, too, that show was the remake of the British one. Yeah, it was a remake so, of the remake, British, yeah. British And that's show. a work, different work-life balance. Than Your mic's US. down, Lauren. We can't hear you. Sorry. Lauren was saying that the British workplace is different than the American workplace, and yeah. there was already a translation there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, actually, um, it's interesting that uh, the American office became a bigger hit than the British office. And I think that actually speaks to how we in, in America value work. And it's, it's, it seems like it's maybe more of an integral part of American life than maybe British life. Um, I mean, they do say that we're a very work-heavy culture, yeah. which seems weird to me because we, I we feel are. like we aren't. Like, from my mm. perspective, I would not have, <laughs> col- you know, like... But literally, your perspective is different. Yeah, no, I'm not a very, yeah. you know... Yeah, whatever. So, but yeah, it it's yeah. I guess that is us. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. the other thing too is like the pandemic. Uh, the pandemic definitely started getting people thinking, discussing this idea of why am I working so much? How is it? How is it that you know, working eighty hours is like a success story? Yeah, right. right. Like I'm, that's not like, you know, three four years ago. If someone was like, yeah, I work 80 hours, you'd be like, oh, wow, your job must be pretty intense. And, like, you know, you must really own it and do it and whatever. And, like, now when I hear you work 80 hours, I'm like, you have probably really bad time management. Or you're just kind you're of stressed around, as hell. You're stressed as hell. Or you're, you're just sitting around to make it seem like you are doing stuff and you're valuable to a company oh, or whatever. Wow. Yeah. And that's very much, like, that should not be the way in which we work. Like, way back when, when we were hunter-gatherers, we worked – so we could eat and survive. Yeah. And like all less that. than 30 hours a week, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They were saying those people back then worked less than we do than now. Than we do currently. That's insane. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. But they also didn't have iPhones. So I'm okay <laughs> with it a little bit. Yeah. The trade off uh, 30 hours, no iPhone, or 80 hours in an iPhone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I remember reading an article a while back about that and how. I don't know if it's still as prevalent, but it used to be like this thing to be like, hey, how you doing? It's like, oh, I'm so busy. I got this, this, you know, like, and it was saying like, you shouldn't do that because yeah. it puts yourself in a mindset. And are you really that busy? But it was and it is. And I, I still sort of follow these YouTube channels where it's like, we got to get out and hustle like Vaynerchuk. Pro- productivity. Yeah, I love productivity. Vaynerchuk with wine, but he's very like, he's part of this culture, right? Yeah. Where he's like, hustle, culture. hustle, get up at four and like, don't yeah. go to sleep till one. And it's like, why do I want to do that? Like, right. what are you happy? Ow. So everyone's favorite uh, reality, to- reality TV star, Kim Kardashian. Oh yeah. Uh, recently came out and was saying that uh, the problem with like the, the problem with people today is that they do not want to go out and work and hustle anymore. Um, <laughs> and that everybody like needs to go and have that hustle and 
whatever, whatever. The problem, like, with that kind of statement and the the problem that a lot of these multi-million and billionaires are realizing is people do not want to work 80 hours a week for pennies on the dollar, you know? Yeah. Um, people, you know, they're going to go for the most part and get a job because they need it to do X, Y, and Z. And if the job states 40 hours a week and that's what you're supposed to work and the, there's no overtime, blah, 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 you shouldn't, you shouldn't be going and working 42, 43, whatever. And there shouldn't be this weird, like, oh, you know, Joe Schmo is working 43 hours a week. He's putting in the extra and giving me free labor. Maybe I'll consider him for a promotion or whatever. That's stupid. That's stupid. that's the wrong way to do things. Yeah. Uh, and then also, like, having to work, at, like, or also, like, being able to be reached when you're off the clock, you know, via text or whatever. That's another one. That's why I like the severance setup because like once you leave work, you physically don't know who you work with, what you do, any of that shit. Like it's, it is like the perfect work-life balance for you. What about Ravi R though? Oh, the one working inside. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's what I tell my work self every day. Uh, but no, not really. I kind of enjoy my job now, but, um, I was going to oh, That's yeah. Good. All I hear there is, uh, have you heard about my Lord and Savior hustle? Like, it's just one more <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, everybody yeah. needs to do what I do because I do the right thing. And that's... Well, that's like... A, that's So a, egotistical. Um, what is it? Yeah. Uh, first person... Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 syndrome. Yeah. Or main character syndrome. Main character, but yeah, something confirmation bias-ish. Something of that. Something nature, like that. Yeah. We're scientists. 100%. Sociologists. Yeah. Uh, Center of the world. Center of the world. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's fitting for for her. But yeah, that's interesting. So she, I mean, it makes sense from her worldview because she came out of the discount, not discount clothes, but she was a, I mean, the Kardashians got famous running a store where people sold them their used designer clothes and then they would sell the designer clothes back and they had that as their reality show. And so- she got famous through hustle and I it wiles. Was, I thought it was the sex tape. It, well, she had to hustle yeah. to and, get there. And, but, <laughs> Oof. but their dad Oof. had $30 million also defending yeah. OJ. Oh, yeah. The super secret uh, hustle sauce is have parents with lots of money. Yeah. If I mean, yeah, that's all of why, those hustlers, Vaynerchuk, yeah. Kardashian, they all got money from somewhere but they don't tell you that because it's just a little bit of a million or two uh, and it's uh, but it, and it's it's all the way like jeff bezos elon musk all these guys uh these rich people had most of them not all of them maybe but it seems like most of them you know had money to help them get their start so it's it's rich uh excuse the pun um <laughs> coming from them that, uh, oh just work harder and honestly it's it's manipulative because they, for them to be where they are, they need people under them working hard. Yeah, you know, being robots churning out their products and and doing the labor. So it's, you know, it's 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 just, it's, it's, it's the whole thing stinks. It's MLM you know, coming from the, coming from from people like that. To be honest, that message. So if you and it hurts you, everyone. Yeah. If you um, if you were, were like one of these big networks, like you know, here we're gonna give you. Or whole writing staff and all uh, and and everything you need to come up with your own office like drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you come up with? Severance. 
I was gonna say I mean, Severance I wish, feels like I a wish really Severance. good like Severance feels like a really good like fuck this idea of working nine to five and fuck this idea of you know workplace work and life balance and all that stuff. It really hits all the things that I'm into right now, which is self identity, work place crap, and weird. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's the other? What's the term I'm looking for? Not otherworldly, but um, Lovecraftian in a way. But you know, like there's this idea. I don't know on the map of not to get too into the details of spoilers, but the map that Petey makes right at the top is mind. Yeah, like yeah. I really have this. I you know, and with uh, Irving's uh, dreams of the goop, uh, it's in the entrance too. I think that there is some sort of. Um, old gods type of control you play control mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking is at the heart of this it very much reminds me of the game control if you've played that i mean it kind of would make sense that maybe take it one step further maybe they're just playing a simulation or something yeah i, I some of the stuff i read it makes me think and and i think if we didn't have heli r also having that x uh, audi in there part of me was thinking maybe this is some sort of multiple personality and that it's not an actual workplace, but that each of these characters are an aspect of Mark while he's at work. Um, oh, so like he doesn't even have necessary co-workers. Right. It's just him playing it out. Because the work they do is so nondescript and surreal. Like there's so much about the show that is real, but there's yep. so much about the show that's like, so they have to That's go, right. basically, uh, Christian, they go through, they're given like a, a big, uh, they have a monitor and there's a bunch of numbers on there, not in like any kind of particular order, it's all very random. It's like a word search and where you, you move, would circle. you move your cursor around until you feel something in the numbers and then you collect the numbers and put it in a bin. So I was doing a little reading. I don't know if you know about this, but so when they're in the Hall of Perpetuity and you hear Kier talking about, he's like, I've discovered the four tempers and uh, it's dread, uh, something, something, and something. And one of the shots... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I well, love no, the, the details, reason I remember dread it. is because that's the one they start with, you right. scary numbers. Yep. So like, there's a good chance that this has something to do with the four tempers, with mm-hmm. dread, while... I, it's some, it, I, the reason I remember dread is because oh, that's the only one they've touched on the numbers. But there is a shot where they, they corral the numbers into one of five bins, and one of the things pops up, and you can see two-letter abbreviations that stand for each of those tempers, if you were to know that those tempers so, exist. So, so there's that, the like the CEOs and, and um, the family that's behind the company. Yeah, the and they have like very in-depth um, philosophical ideas about working. And they also have paintings throughout the facility as well that all also have very distinct kind of... Um, you know, symbolism, again, behind working in the working environment. And then Adam Scott's character, his brother-in-law, also comes out with a book about the working person. And he and the book is filled with very stupid quotes <laughs> where it's like, the word in between industry is yeah. dust. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. That, it's fuck? like, in, be- in between industry is the word dust. dust. Or like... Uh, you starts with, I don't know, anyway. But one thing I forgot to mention that I think is really cool, and I think along this line is, uh, oh, shit, I forgot it. Never mind. So the, <laughs> the, the one question I have, 
about this show is so Ben Stiller. Yeah. Right. He's known for um, very over the top comedies. He did uh, like Zoolander. Well, and also Cable Guy. Cable Guy. I think he directed Cable Guy. Um, did he? So when anyway. I think when I think Ben Stiller. Because he also wrote a majority, if not all of this. Like, this is his baby. Well, no, no, he didn't write this. This is a oh, guy, right. Dan. Oh, that's what I was going to say, yep. is work is religion. The guy who wrote this yep. came from a cult. And I can really see that in the way that, that this is. Okay, see, that oh, part, that wow. makes sense. Work is a cult. Well, but, and on that, why, I think you missed why um, his character does severance is because he lost his wife in a traumatic car accident and he needed to be distracted at work. Likely it's, due to his alcoholism. But that's why people go Ooh. join cults is when something's happened and they're looking for a higher being. Mm. And I think that's the flip side of work is, is it the distraction piece and why like he wanted this so he doesn't have to think about his wife. I wouldn't be surprised. Accident. Oh, if he caused the accident? Oh, well, yeah, if he caused the accident. But like what she's saying there, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this takes that a step further and actually like manifests a sort of um shit. Man, I so <laughs> early a shit. I love it. <laughs> no, no, but something she was. But what were you reminding him? What you were talking about, Lauren? Because I was in it when you were talking about it, and then that the he's, trauma. He's using this like as a distraction, as a distraction, or yeah. actually to not be distracted because the grief was so overwhelming that he was constantly distracted with it. Right. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. And that he joins the cult because people oftentimes join a cult looking for answers and something to to reason behind it. And yeah, I think. Probably what they'll end up doing is instead of it being like, oh, well, this is a, f a cult where you, you know, do things for no reason, it's going to turn out, oh, there is actually this being that causes us to work or something. I don't know. That would be weird. So workplace as a distraction. Workplace is a distraction, but like there's some sort of alien or interdimensional being that's causing <laughs> us to work. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's called, so to Christian's point, it's the capitalists. Capitalists. Yeah. 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 They, they are, are the beings, gods. the interdimensional beings. But Ooh. yeah, I do see a lot of this to, to the paintings. Like the paintings have a very like uh, Renaissance uh, type of feel, religious look to yeah. them, like you would see in maybe a Mormon church or something. So, I do think there is a lot of the aspect of uh, work as a religion of sorts and, and, and how we, I mean, each person also, you know, how they worship at right. work. You know, you got, oh, I love perks. Oh, I do it because I want to adhere to the rules and be the best that I can be. I hate that I fall asleep. Um, uh, you know, they, they really hit the nail on the head with archetypes right going back to what you said where you can only do so much in an office environment because there are only so, so many, many types, types of yeah. people right so you know with we, we've kind of discussed like work is all over the place right like we naturally have a work-life balance problem we have a we want a career problem slash who are we problem and then when we come home to relax we see it on the television <laughs> like work mm. is just really really in our faces all the time um, but that could sometimes be a good thing, like trying to spin it forward in a positive light. So like maybe you watch CSI and you're like, I want to be a CSI. I, I did know. actually want to do that, but it's not as <laughs> fun as guys, the show. Have you guys like, have you guys ever seen a show where it's shown like a working environment where you've potentially been like, maybe I could do that or that's kind of interesting. Mm, CSI. CSI. 
Yeah. I mean, like in a way, uh, I was too old to really actually want to pursue it when yeah. I was watching it. But I was like, man, that would be really cool. When I was younger, mine was, uh, it was, I think it was a USA, USA show where it was about um, the Air Force and lawyers. Jag. Jag, yeah. Jag. That made me want to like fly air, air jets. because like, that's cool. And then you could be a lawyer. In the <laughs> FBI hilarious. after X-Files. That was F- something else. Okay. Yeah, I wanted nice. to be in the FBI. Nice. Ooh. Krishna? Ooh. Uh, honestly, I don't. I never really. The only office show that I ever watched and was like, like entertained by was The Office, um, Parks and Rec. Those are, I think, the only two. I, I might be wrong. Like, uh, what about Triple Frontier? <laughs> Triple Frontier is about a mercenary group, okay, right? That's a working to, environment. Trying to, trying, no, trying to circumvent uh, the working environment. They're trying to get rich quick because uh, they don't true. like working true, in traditional true, true. jobs. So they are, you know, trying to get rich, and that leads to their some of their demise. Well, um, that's an interesting thing you bring up because you could say that the hustle is. A sort of get like they sell it as a get rich quick yeah. thing, but yeah. it's not quick or easy. And right. Triple Frontier sounds like they worked real hard for the easy money. Yep, and it backfired like the hustle. in their faces. Yep. Spoiler alert: Ben Affleck dies. Damn it! I haven't seen it yet. Really? I didn't even watch the was it good about it because yeah. I wanted to go in fresh. So now, whatevs. Oh. I really thought Ravi and Arjuna had you convinced to never watch it. No, I really have wanted to watch it. I actually think I started it and I didn't get 10 minutes into it before. (laughs) I was like, oh, you got other things to do. (laughs) So I spoiled nothing. No, no, you didn't. I'm kidding. So it's interesting (laughs) where like we have, I I would say like, you know, our parents watching primetime TV, us watching primetime TV. It's very much about traditional working environments in this day and age where there are things like youtube and tiktok and instagram and short form content you know a lot of the youth are being exposed to now wildly different ways of making income um it is not the traditional go to an office nine to five get your paycheck there's hey make and sell weird apes as NFTs, and you can be a millionaire. Did you or buy a weird be, ape? Be a YouTuber. No, I have not bought a weird okay. ape. So I would my, have to have yeah. another conversation with my fiance if I did that, and I'm pretty sure I'd be like <laughs> yeah. shit out of luck if I bought one of those fucking $10,000 weird apes. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, not funny, but interesting you bring it up because my brother's a middle school teacher, and he says that he sees a lot of the kids, when they grow up, they want to be TikTokers TikTok, or YouTubers. Yeah, YouTubers. Yeah. YouTubers. YouTubers. Uh, but that's the thing. There's like, I mean, I I watch a ridiculous amount of YouTubers, yeah, me too. and their vlogging lifestyles and like camera reviews. You have a vlog. We have a vlog on our Was It Good channel as well. Um, but it, it's very it's interesting. good vlog. Thank you. It, it it's interesting because it gives you a different perspective or another idea of what else you could be doing, you know, for a career, for work, for income, etc. But, but. The big difference, right, is that YouTuber who goes all in to make the YouTube video or whatever and do their own business, et cetera, they are working 100 hours plus a week. They're um, working all the time. They're never – But the difference – Never stopping. I, I, would th- I would think, though, the difference is they get to choose 
what they work on, right? Like you go to an office, you're working for someone. Right? I don't know. Whereas the allure maybe of these uh, alternative careers is that in theory, you'd working for yourself, right? So maybe you have, you have more creative control. You ha- get to, you're, you're the decision maker. You're the boss. You're the CEO of your own time. I feel like that's the illusion that is sold, but I, I don't know if you get that. I, maybe to some extent, but you still, if you're going to make money, if you're going to be the next PewDiePie, is that PewDiePie. still a relevant person? <laughs> still a relevant person. Um, you know, like last I remember, he was making like $7 million a year. If you're going to do yeah. that, you're probably not solely making just what you want. Like you're making what corporations want you to make for them. Mm, like maybe. selling uh, like ads or... Um Sponsors, right? Yeah, sponsors. Like I mean, sponsors content. are like a big thing. Yeah. Um, Peter uh, McKinnon recently has been. Uh, he he's always done this kind of weird thing where he'll go through his stunt or stint of like sponsor video, sponsor video, sponsor video, and then he'll kind of go back to like how do you do filmmaking and like have these more in depth conversations and more interesting videos around like how to make content, what is content, and bigger picture things. Right now he's on this um, this whole thing around a documentary that he started shooting in 2019 about, um, is it Angels and Airways? Yes. Mm. Uh, oh. so, so he's shooting a documentary for them, and he thought it was going to be very kind of quick and easy to turn around and burn, <laughs> very youtube but it's like a full feature documentary, so it's taking him a long time. Um but through his like discussions and everything, he w- he was kind of recapping like his last five years on YouTube, mm-hmm. and like he, in order to like make it career wise and be able to do that full time, he had to like put on sponsors and affiliate mm-hmm. links and all that fun stuff, and you know awkwardly interrupt every video where it's like, and today's sponsor Squarespace, yeah, and like be yeah. happy about it, and. Sure, it pays the paycheck and gets them the money and all that, but at the same time, like a lot of these like in video ads that you see, it, it, they're very kind of painful to watch because you're like you're looking at this person just read off a script, and some get creative and have fun with it and enjoy yeah. it. Some definitely look like their souls have been destroyed. Um, I don't know. I just fast forward through them. I do fast yeah. forward through a lot. Don't do things. that though. But I guess the question is like, is that worth like? That two-minute pitch and losing your soul, if you will, compared to, like, that nine to five. <laughs> which I one's think, worse? Which it, one's better? Like I would say for, for the people who've chosen it, it's it's better, right? Like, yeah. There's a trade-off somewhere. And for them, they decided doing a two-minute ad in their video is absolutely worth it, you know, for them. It, it, it does beat the nine to five uh, cubicle. Yeah. So, Here's I a question. Depend, I, it, yeah. No. Carry on. I'm my ADHD. No, I was just going to say, it, it just depends on who you are and, and what you like. That's, yeah. That's Do you it. think we need to work as a species, as a, like, is society dependent upon work? Is, or is, is that a, a, a lie? Should we be, yeah, I, some people probably really get benefit from it. A lot of people probably get benefit yeah. from it. Productivity is not necessarily work, though. True. Right. So, like, say we I, uh, institute a UBI. Is a UBI bad for humanity or? So they've done studies. They've already tested this out in a couple of like cities and small closed areas. Like they've also done things where they've tested like four day work week and you know three day and, and all that fun stuff. And COVID has also been like a massive kind of real world 
fuck you to the workplace. Not experiment, (laughs) but like a real like fuck you to the workplace um, idea. And I don't think there is a just flat yes or no answer to it. Because to your point, like some individuals, they need structure. They need to have that. And partly... It goes back to the. It goes back to like when a child is born, and I'm talking specifically to the United States because that is what I know. It's like when a child's born here, from an early age, they are thrown into structure, right? Yeah. You know, you wake up, you eat breakfast, you go to school, you go through school through you know this and this years, you do this big SAT thing. What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, that whole thing. So you're very kind of like thrown into a structure, and. I remember, like, when I got into college, I had trouble with that because college is very much like, okay, Wednesday, you have one class at 9 o'clock, and then fuck off, do whatever you want. And it's like, okay. okay. I will do that. I will do that. Thank you, sir. Oh, okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. What do you mean I failed college? How much is this costing again? Say again? How much is uh, is this uh, college thing costing again? I mean, <laughs> when I was there, I thought it was bad. Now it's fucking oh, unbelievable. God, it's like it's incredible. It's crazy. I'm, I'm still paying for not oh. graduating. But I mean, I mean, that's bad. But to to Oof. the to the to the whole point of like structure and everything is like we put these we put ourselves into college. We rack up this massive amount of debt, and then when we're done those four <laughs> years, five years, whatever. You have to pay for it. So then you're now forced <laughs> to go get a job. In order to yeah. pay for it, so we it's a weird, it's a problem that starts I think at day one, where it's like, what is this person that's coming to the world? What are they, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. They're um, a drone. How do they contribute to, to society? Money. Right, that's <laughs> the other big thing too is like contributing to society, and and does that have to be through the forms of like work? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting because um, the. As things get more automated too, you, you know companies are looking to automate things so they don't have to hire people, right? Yeah. Um, like Uber, uh, just assembly lines, uh, almost anything. I think there's a couple of retail stores now, I think a couple of Walmarts that have robots uh, that go around asking, do you need help? Mm. Uh, so it's it, we're moving and companies want to move toward that because it, ultimately it should be cheaper for them to automate everything. So... It, I think down the line, it's sort of inevitable um, that work will become unnecessary. And then, you know, at that point, we'll have bigger questions. It's like, what do well, the big, the <laughs> choose to do with their time? The right? biggest question will be like, if work is fully automated and everyone's just u- living on a UBI, yeah, you know, does that mean like our kids, kids, you know, like two generations from now, they discover the office and like, what the fuck is this? I mean, yeah, yeah. it's like, like the it's kids super yeah. far. Have you seen the kids with the tape players or like they don't know what, <laughs> yeah. what it is? Yeah, they, yeah. But yeah. I think it brings up, I Amazing. mean, to Krishna's point, automation is a real, I think, danger. Now, people will say that we always find a, a new industry to work in, but. Let's say right. we do find a situation where I think this is a real problem. You see it with digitization. Like take books, for example, right? The cost of a book is due to the, the supplies for the paper. You got to have the paper. You got to have somebody to bind it. You got to have somebody to print it. All of these things. But you have a digital book. It's a copy of a copy. It no longer has any kind of um, material. Like there's no limit yeah. to what it is. So... So it's no longer valuable beyond what we'll pay for it. So I think we've already seen books dropping in price. You, you see Apple and Amazon were 
Waring a while back about setting the cost. And uh, as automation and digitization grows, you're going to see, I think, a lot less uh, artistic careers. You'll need UBI for things like movie making and whatnot because movies won't make as much money if you don't if you can just copy, you know, like if you can automate parts yeah, of it, yeah. if you can automate part of it, mm. but also like if you don't have to have the film to do it, or it doesn't have to be, you know, you have to artificially limit the supply somehow because there is right. no actual limit to the supply to a digital file. And real quick, UBI is universal basic universal income. Basic. I don't think we ever, we, no, we said what that is. Sounds like we're talking but about we, STD. <laughs> 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 Was it good has a very intelligent <laughs> audience. I assume that they're very well versed in, uh, that, but good, good, uh, good, yeah. good to clarify. Yep, clarify. Um, it's not an STD. It's yeah. a universal basic game. But uh, <laughs> I think we'll run into some dangers, possibly. Like, I mean, UBI is interesting for me as a as somebody who's an artist because it's like, oh, well, it would allow me to pursue artistic ventures, and 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 they say that, and maybe that's what would happen. But what if you're not able to make money off of writing a book? How many people will end up writing a book? I think you could argue that you'll get a lot of more passionate based, like. Um, you know, people work. who just want to do it because they yeah. want to do it. Um, but I think to try and tie it back to our conversation, I want to ask, what do you guys think workplace dramas will look like in the future as we move to more automation and as this anti-work thing takes off, right? Like we're starting to see people who are like, I'm not working for five fifty an hour. And yeah. right. do you think we'll see an so interesting shift? I think we have kind of started seeing it. Um, Remember I said at the beginning, like, there are, to me, are three pillars of, like, primetime TV, reality, the workplace, and then, like, uh, action sci-fi. sci-fi. So the workplace and action sci-fi already has been combined in Star Trek Lower Decks. The whole idea behind that show, it's an animated show, obviously, but the idea is, like, you're seeing the working crew of a ship as opposed to, like, the front runners, especially, like, early on, like, the first season. We definitely kind of saw, like, what did they go through? What does what do the people that basically have the ship running? What do they what do they do? And like it's a fun fantasy kind of viewpoint on the workplace, and I think that is what we're gonna see more of. Not necessarily like in specific like sci-fi Star Trek situations, but like kind of more like what if situations and and you know maybe alternative histories and stuff like that, or like maybe even like thinking ahead to like future jobs like what does uh, a sitcom on the moon where they process minerals look like as a clone who doesn't know he's a clone stalking to <laughs> space he's a robot hilarious movie. movie by the way great movie <laughs> uh, it's not funny but um yeah no i i think that seems right i i am curious to see if we start to see any kind of like anti-work play shows well, kind of se- like severance. severance i think is a, is like severance to me is going to be the new like staple of anti-work um stories around the workplace just because it is so it definitely at parts feels kind of like very like fantasy and like oh that doesn't seem possible but at the same time i feel like yeah it could be possible like there could be a company out there developing and thinking how do i shut my employees like <laughs> yeah. fucking memories off and uh and like make sure that like there is no idea around like workplace rebellion and and all that and and that again like you know 
maybe Jeff Bezos is also watching the show and thinking to himself, this is a fucking brilliant idea. If I can separate the employee's brain and the person inside the warehouse has no idea about the outside world and the person who is on the outside to them, they're getting a paycheck and they're not even working. Yeah. Right. That sounds alluring. It sounds great. Yeah. Like that to me is like, I mean, Potentially, I would be into that idea. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, it sounds like, you, I mean, I think the big mistake is not just like resetting the brain every day so that they don't have a memory of the fact that all they do is work. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, I, I, yeah, gosh, that's scary. Forgive me for the harm I've caused this world. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that at Amazon a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's an, uh, that, anyway, that's for another time. Yeah. That whole situation. Well, wait, hold on. So, there, if we're not getting too long, so there's scenes in there where you go to the break room, which definitely sounds like break as in we're going to break you, yep. not you get a break. Uh, and they make them do weird things, like basically psychological warfare. Mm-hmm. Is, what does that correlate to in the workplace to you? What is that? Is that got a, an, an allegory? Participation events. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. I yeah. was not even thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, like a lot of corporations like those things where it's like we're going to do a group building thing together right i like my last like big corporate workplace our group building things were when recruiters would get us shit-faced at happy hour that was fine but like thinking (laughs) back to it now it was very much like you're drinking and you're being fed corporate garble right you're not necessarily just drinking for the sake of drinking it's you're drinking and you're being fed something right that's what i think yeah basically brainwashing and that's what i think the break room is a representation of to the extreme where it is we're going to do these, like, fun-filled events, but it's really we're shoving corporate shit down your throat. Oh, wow. Maybe maybe training videos as well, like all the training, training videos you do, like, every quarter. Yeah, uh, or, or which, like, yeah, corporate you know, which is like, Yeah. Like, we have the, you know, like, we make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. So if I don't, you know, like, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all of those, I think, are sound, sound great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, before we get off here, uh, right, just to end it here nicely, um, your favorite workplace show or movie, and it doesn't Ooh. have to be traditional, like an office working environment. It can also be a little bit out there if you want. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, and recency bias uh, a galore. I'm, I'm going to say Peacemaker. Um, it's not a traditional workplace, but they it's definitely presented as sort of a, a workplace, um, the team dynamic at least. Uh, and you had, you know, you have the manager in Mern, you had um, uh, Adebayo uh, being on the team and everyone questioning her credentials. Uh, so there's like a lot of workplace stuff in that show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I love that show. I, I just finished it the other day. Uh, you guys were right. Fantastic. Um, amazing binge. I mean, I, just watching an episode a night for like a week straight it was fantastic it was the fav- my favorite part of the day you could only so. do one episode i i i mean when i first heard about it it was already i think halfway through so i did like all f- three or four episodes in one day yeah i did the so first yeah. three like immediately yeah. with my brother yeah it's uh, i'm glad you liked it because it, it was and you yeah it's a good point it is got a lot of office workspace which begs yeah. the question do we just everything we do does it bleed into it's it occupation I think, I, we're very occupation i think it, it might be like i was um Watch it. I was just um, flipping through the like cable TV the other day, and Oblivion 
with uh, Tom Cruise was on. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. that movie, like, the main point of that movie is, like, an alien race coming and invading. But, like, it's presented to start with him and his, like, co-worker yeah. going and having routine and checking in and working together. And they also had, like, psychological checks from corporate to make sure that their working dynamic was still... Yeah useful and good didn't and they have a yeah. saying too like yeah. something about it we're an effective team yeah an effective something. team yeah and so like to that point like yeah everything i think is related <laughs> to fucking work it's horrifying yeah. like it's, it's, a, it's like scary thing yeah i guess i guess like it's uh you, if you took like a step back it's like um it's story right needs like characters need motivation and i think the strongest motivation you can probably find is like your purpose right and if most people put their purpose into making money and, you know, career and stuff. I, I guess it's inevitable that it just bleeds into almost everything. Yeah. 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 Well, Unfortunately. Mean, it, the, yeah. The question is may, maybe though work is actually more a reflection of life and not the fact that mm. we bring work into everything. But work is the one place where we don't get to pick who we hang out with. So normally our friend circles are people that – we relate to right. in a comfortable way. So work really represents the world as a whole and a microcosm because it's all types of people for the most part. I work in IT, so like I get <laughs> a certain type of person, I think. Right, but right, like, right. I don't know. I think, I think, yeah, I don't know if I have any answer in my mind, but yeah, it does. I wonder if it's work bleeds into life or if life is just a represent represented yeah. in work. So do you have a fa you don't have a favorite? Oh, I think oof, I hate to say it. I don't, but I hate to say it. I think my favorite right now is Severance. We'll see how it ends. Yeah, but like it depends on that ending. I have literally I've watched it twice already, and I probably will watch it again. That's pretty sweet. It's crazy, but yeah. I think mine is gonna be Monster Monster Inc. Oh really? Just because it's a fun oh, animated uh, <laughs> like representation, and, it, and goes, it is. It is. Yeah, and it goes back to like what you guys were saying earlier. Like, what does the future hold for like the workplace? con or like tv movie and everything and like monsters inc is kind of a nice representation of like we see the f the familiarity in terms of like what a workplace dynamic is but then it's added to this kind of like well well the the monsters in your closet what does that actually look like so i think that is like a really fun kind of like way to see what things will will come yeah, no, I like that, and it's also one of those like, what if these types of people had a job like I did? <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. What if goats went to the office? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that's gonna do it for us here. And was it good? As always, you can find us on social media at Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram and TikTok at Was It Good Pod. Our full episode podcasts and VODs get dumped on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Was It Good. Our website uh, was it good info. Uh, has some really good blogs and some fun posts, so definitely check that out. Our next pod will be in about a week, so definitely follow along on social to figure out what we're discussing because I don't think we figured it out. And Lauren, thank you for jumping yeah. on, joining, and, and Lauren, thank you for producing. Our Juno will hopefully come down from the mountains of Boston soon <laughs> and can rejoin us with his big long beard. Yes, <laughs> he's parked. <laughs> <in the> car park. <laughs> car park. <laughs> I've never been to Boston. <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs>